0: Hey, 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 I'm glad you're back to uh, Between Two Lenses. I have been blessfully um, busy this October. Um, I have like five weddings in October, and for me, that that's rare. However, before COVID, this is what our Octobers used to be. I mean, everybody loves October and November in New Orleans because it's when our God-blessed heat... Uh, goes away, the fall weather comes in, it gets cooler, the humidity level is way lower, and the air is crisp, and it's just, it's beautiful. It just, it makes you happy. So, this October has been a special ride for me. You know, I can teach somebody how to take pictures, I can explain the camera the whys of f-stop and shutter speeds and with lenses, I I can teach you that. That's all teachable. What I can't teach you is the true passion for why I do what I do, and that's what I want to talk about today, which is the part of photography that I think is not talked about very often because so many people are in those beginning years of learning how to be a good photographer, and learning how to be in business, um, it's, it's, a, it's a process. You know, It's going to take you a few years of getting it right, making some mistakes, correcting your mistakes so you don't do them again. And you keep doing that over and over and over again, and you tweak the process so well that you yourself become a well-oiled machine. It's like going to Disney World. You know, I love going to Disney World and looking at it from a business standpoint. You know, because they have a lot of years. In fact, if you didn't notice, uh, Disney World in Florida opened the same year I was born. So, whenever you were in Disney World and you grab one of their shirts or their caps and it says 1971, that was my birthday. That's when I was born. So, it's uh, it's really cool how I have so many little, little things that will remind me of uh, my own past. And, That's what's been happening this month in October with my clients. Just yesterday, I had a beautiful bride, Miss Anna May, and the special part of her wedding was the simple fact that I did her parents' wedding, and then I did Anna May, her baptism, other pictures growing up, her high school senior portraits, and now she's married. And what a ride that is for me. And, you know, most people in my position are much older than me, you know, with this circle of life, this circle of photography. But I was 23 when I started my business. I think when I photographed their wedding, her parents' wedding, um, I was like right there between 23 and 25, I think. And... You know, I'm 52 this December, and I have all of these beautiful stories coming back. And first of all, what an honor and a privilege it is to be selected to be these people's family photographer and to know that I made, you know, a nice, wonderful, friendly impact many years ago. Because I've never stopped being who I am. I, I enjoy being me. I enjoy working with people that are like-minded. And it's just fun. And how beautiful is it to have this story of, you know, me photographing all of these events over all of their lives. And it's a big deal. And that's kind of like what I want to talk about today. Which is, this job, to me is a big deal. you know every industry, every person working has a different thought process for how they're doing what they're doing. It doesn't matter whether you're a CPA, you're an accountant, you're a doctor, you're you know it, it just it doesn't matter. you know everybody's headspace is a little different. And my headspace <clears throat> my headspace from the beginning of my journey, his, I've always seen like the bigger picture. you know? It's like when you're 23 years old, you, the word "career" is not in your vocabulary yet. You're working on your job. Even if it's your own business, yes, it's your business. But you know, I've always thought of a career being 10 years plus. You know? You put in the time. It's all you do every day. Are you going to get sick and tired of doing this? In fact, well, that's my phone if you can hear it out there. Are are you going to get tired of doing this? You know, is that level of passion going to change? Are you going to hate life in 20 years doing what you're doing? Because I got news for you. If you are a wedding photographer like myself, this is a physical job. And I don't think people talk about the physical aspect of it very much, but it's a very physical job. You know, you drive to your locations. You got to leave understanding how much time it takes to get somewhere like the stress level is always there um you know you have your shot list in your head that you know you have to do and then weddings things just happen (laughs) things happen things change um it never fails you know we're always getting thrown sometimes um some curveballs that throws our timing off that messes up your whole headspace as far as what you pre-plan to do for that wedding and it's, it's very demanding. You know, here in New Orleans, we have second lines. So let's say you got married at the St. Louis Cathedral, and we're second lining to the venue, okay, which is six blocks away. That means you do the ceremony, you go back up in church, you do the family portraits, um, you come outside, there's a band waiting for you. The whole crowd, including the city who's out there, is cheering for you. And the cops are there ready to go. The breast band kicks off. You know, it's a wonderful feeling. But you also have a job, which is to cover the entire second line. It doesn't mean just walk with the bride and groom and take a handful of pictures and you're done. The correct way to capture a second line is to do that. Obviously, you get the you know beginning of the parade itself, which is the bride and groom leading the brass band behind the brass band is the family and friends, everybody who was there. Okay. It's your true goal to get as many people as you can that are in the second line. That's the purpose of covering it. So you have to run. You have to stop, let the parade kind of pass you by, take a handful of pictures of everybody going, click, 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 they're walking by, they're smiling, they're waving, you're getting them all, the band, the whole parade's going past you, right? Because you want to just get all those sections of people that are walking. When you get to the back, then you got to turn around and go run back to the front so you can get back on the bride and groom. That is the correct way to capture a second line, is to get everybody in it not just the bride and groom and the five people you see behind them and the band like cover the event. And that's the same thinking process we have about the entire job. You're capturing the entire wedding. You know, it's not just the bride and groom immediate family and the bridal party and you stick with them and you go. If you've got 300 people in this hotel ballroom, it's your job. And this is, My thought process, okay? But it's my job to get as many people as I can that are there, you know? So you get in this mindset of, I have a lot to do in a little bit of time because we get to the, say, the Omni Royal Orleans. We get in there, they bring the bride and groom somewhere to get a little bite to eat first while the rest of their guests come in. They get acclimated, they go to the bar, they get a drink, they go to the food line. They get a little something, they sit down, Gives gives everybody a few minutes, and then they get ready to introduce them to the room for their first dance. Now, from the time of their first dance to the time that we're doing the cake, whatever time frame that is, maybe you're doing cake directly after the dance, maybe you're doing cake an hour later. But whatever that time frame is, is what you have to have in your brain. So you never just... My phone is, is beeping back there. You're you're honestly never at a completely chill moment. You know, there's there's a lot to do. There's a small time frame when you finally kind of get caught up to your own shot list of, okay, the room is covered. Okay, we did cake. When, when, when are we doing bouquet and garter? It's like weddings are just very physical. You know, we are constantly walking fast, running, wearing nice clothes, but comfortable shoes so we can last the whole day because it's a good nine to ten hour day. And that's just weddings. Now, once you get past all of that, you know, you're, I don't know if you are a wedding photographer like myself. If you're like me, you know you have to, quote unquote, get everything on the list. You know, all the family pictures, you got to do all the basics. But creating time in the day to capture those candidates, you know, you, you have to create that. It doesn't always just happen. You have to just be on your game and make sure you bang out that darn list that's in your head that you know you have to do so you have time to do some creative things. And sometimes your time is very limited. Sometimes you allocate that into the itinerary. It all depends on what your bride and groom want to do for the day, you know? So when it's all said and done, when you're driving home, I'm going through my head. <laughs> I know this is a shame. You think I would just crank the, the musical on really loud driving home, and that would be it. Sometimes I'm still thinking about, did I get everything? Did, did I do what I wanted to do? What do I have creative that I can put on Instagram? Do I have anything? You know, Did we just take pictures, or was I able to be creative? I can't tell you how many times I have gotten a phone call over the years the couple of weeks after the wedding that, hey, George, did you get a p- I, that picture you got of my aunt and uncle? First of all, thank you so much for getting that picture because my uncle just passed away. You took his last photograph. And that, that's moving to me. And I have a, a thing in my own heart and soul that when I do get that, that phone call, um, the picture they need is on me. I have never in my career ever charged for a picture that was needed for a funeral. That is my respect. That is my tip of the hat. That is the love of what I do and why I do what I do. You know, like making sure I got them at the table because they couldn't get up and dance because he wasn't feeling great. You know, you don't know that, but they're there. So if they're there, take their pictures. It's not hard. It is hard when it's three hundred people and you have a lot to cover, and they did not add on a second photographer. Maybe you're by yourself. That's a lot to do. <laughs> That's a lot to do. That's a whole other conversation, honestly. And uh, if you can tell, I'm a little, I'm a little hoarse from singing <laughs> at the wedding yesterday. I love it, man. They were playing some classic rock songs, and I couldn't help it. And I was doing the air drums and everything, and I was singing. To myself, of course, but you know, the music is loud, so you're singing loud, and now I sound like Barry White over here. So anyway, that, that is the true way of how I see my, wor- my, my jobs. Like all of my jobs, I feel this way. You know, Whether it's a commercial event, whether it's a high school senior, obviously a wedding. But whatever it is, I, I've, I've always paid attention to the larger picture of why I fell in love with this profession. And, you know, sometimes you get so busy on some simple jobs and you really are just taking pictures. You know, that's going to happen. It's called paying the bills. (laughs) You have to pay your bills. Every single job can't be your your dream job that you want. That's just not reality. You know, you're going to have some physical work. That's going to be exhausting. And you basically, because of the New Orleans humidity, you sweat The entire day you get home and you're like, I've got nothing left in me. Like it just all came out. I mean, I drank water all day and it didn't matter. That's the reality of the physical part of what we do. But the romantic side of why we do this, if you fell in love with photography for the same reasons that I did, I'm just here to tell you October 1st of this year, 2023, I turned 29 years in business. That's the rarity these days. It just is. Everybody I talk to and I tell them that, their eyes get really big and they're like, wow. And I know what they mean by the wow. There's a lot that goes into that wow. One, how do you still love what you do after all these years? Two, how are you still doing (laughs) what you're doing after all these years? You know, you, you get older, you feel more fatigued. And you need to take care of yourself, dude. You know, take your vitamins. Go for your walks. Go for your runs. Go to the gym for 20 minutes. Just, you know, take care of your body. Because this is your machine. This is your tool, you know. But the animes of the world um, are coming back a lot for me right now. And I have this history that is coming full circle. And I have to be honest, this is probably the best greatest time for me in my career is now Um, I'm photographing the best I've ever been able to create I love the tools that I'm working with I love my own mindset Um, you know I I do miss teaching at seminars and stuff but honestly I took a break from that to raise my kids and apply all my knowledge to my clients I just love where, where I am You know, there is literally nothing I can't do because I know how to do it. If it's equipment that I need to get the job done, I rent it. You know, if I know I need help, I have professional photographer friends that I can call and, you know, have proper help. I'm not giving my nephew a camera for the second shooter job on a wedding. I'm not doing that, you know. My level of branding that I have created over the years is you're going to get professional all across the board from the customer service to how I handle you to the quality products that we, you know, deliver to you, and most importantly, how we do what we do is on a professional level. That's it, you know, in a nutshell, that really is it. You know, be good, stay humble keep getting better and better and better. Your customers will always appreciate that. but stay humble, dude. Like you are not God's gift to the earth because you're taking pretty pictures. And if you're surrounding yourself by people who are telling you that, you need new friends. okay? People do better when they're honest and they're humble because they're constantly working for that original goal you did when you were 23. That's me. Uh, my body is older. My mind and soul is not. I do love what I do. And I, I know by far, by far, I am not the best photographer in the world. You know, the whole idea of best has always bothered me. Because whoever you say is the best, then it means that that's the bar. And I know people that are just starting out that are way more creative and some people that have books out and they're authors on photo books and blah, blah, blah. So I don't believe in best. I just don't. I believe we all have an opportunity for greatness every time you grab your camera. That's what I believe. And every job that I do, I need to pull that out and find and create those images that I'm dying to put on Instagram. Because those are the only ones that are worthy of putting on that selected grid you know, so the days of just taking pictures are gone for me, I have have made it my own personal thing within my own head that I have to shoot for me on every job, I don't care if I'm coming home and I got one really cool image, at least I got that one really cool image, you know, a lot of times it happens naturally, like a recent image I put on Facebook of um, the parade we did, there was a guy on stilts, we were done, and he was leaning against the cathedral wall. And the way the, the French Quarter light is right there behind him to the one-third to the left with the sign. And he's looking down to his phone. Legit, I was like, this does not happen. You know, the good Lord does not always bless you with these kind of images that are just waiting for you to take the darn picture. And my first thought when I looked at him, leaning, looking down to the phone... I know he was just checking a text or two and he was going to be done. So my first thought is I need to act fast because he could, this whole thing that I'm looking at right now can be going like that. That is another thing that I really love about photography. I love real, I love real candids. I love real moments. I love the fact that I didn't, I captured something that was there. I didn't pose it. I didn't direct it. I didn't say, Hey, do you want to lean against the wall? Look down to your phone. It's not the same thing. It does not feel the same thing as holy cow. This was happening. I took the picture. And because I have that knowledge of the one thirds and the lighting and the rim lighting and where to put him, because you have this knowledge, it just becomes who you are. And the camera is just your tool and you can work fast correctly. You know, fix it in Photoshop is not a a phrase of mine. I'm good in Photoshop, but I honestly hate being in Photoshop. I do. I love straight out of the camera. You should capture it the right way, get home, and you shouldn't have Photoshop work to do. Just work your raws, develop, deliver, move on. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so that being said, today is Monday. My son has exams. He's off early. I need to go get him in a few minutes, but I want to jump on here and put this podcast out. And just uh, let everybody know that no matter what industry you're in, if you're passionate about what you're doing, it's not going to go away when your passion is real, okay? You're going to appreciate doing the 1,000 hours a week because it's your baby. It's your love. And you're not going to get tired of it because if it's true love in the aspect of this is all you think, eat, and breathe... That's not going to go away. You're going to be like me. You're going to put in the years. You're going to get better. Your clientele is going to get huge. Um, The repeat business is going to come back in ways that you've honestly never dreamed of. You may have hoped for it in the beginning, but until you're living it and you're seeing it and the phone calls and emails are coming in and it's going to get you, man. It's going to make you so proud that all those millions of hours that you spent on your business was worth it. And self-employed people. We we don't always get rich. Doing what we love. But paying the bills. Sometimes is my lottery ticket. The fact that I'm paying bills. And we're living our life. I'm a happy guy. You know. Would an extra million. <laughs> an extra million. Would any hundreds of thousands help me? Absolutely. You know. ass a flipping lootly But. Sometimes. You just need to ride the wave, and even though that life is a struggle, if you are doing what you love, don't stop. Stay humble, and you will consistently be blessed every week. Just trust me on this. And remember, as long as you're moving one inch forward towards your goals, you're always going to be getting better. All right? Stay focused on your dreams. I'll see you in the next podcast. Peace.